Is Environment Minister David Parker the David who has tamed the RMA Goliath? The Resource Management Act is an absolute monster that's chewed up and spat out politicians of yesteryear who have attempted to tame it in the past and bring it under control. Now David Parker says he has done that. He and previous um, ministers have noted that the Resource Management Act has failed at two of its key tasks, to allow development to take place and to protect the environment. The two should not be mutually exclusive. You should be able to allow for development, but not at the cost of the environment. So the government's come up with three new laws to replace the Act. One law will focus on planning, one will set rules for land use and the allocation of resources, and one will will deal with the effects of climate change. 100 RMA plans will be reduced to 15, one for each geographical region, and they have promised that the new laws will be cheaper, faster and better. The government will set a directional framework and then the 15 regions will operate within it. There'll be more of a general idea of what's expected and required rather than ad hoc, willy-nilly decisions. So that is the theory. What do the poor people at the coalface of dealing with the RMA have to say about the changes? Well, some are cautiously optimistic. Might work, might be faster, might be cheaper. Some say the act is fine. It's just the way it was misused and abused. Remember back in 2002 when work on the Waikato Expressway came to a grinding halt because of the discovery of a tanifa. You may well remember that. They had to bring the local iwi in who blessed the curve and the, and the road and removed the power of the tanifa. At the time, ACT Transport spokeswoman Deborah Coddington said it was political correctness and cultural sensitivity gone mad. Like a perfect talkback caller. Um, she said taxpayers are being forced to pay to support the spiritual beliefs of a small group of people whose ulterior motive is to delay construction of these badly needed roadworks. ACT would repeal the RMA legislation which allows mythical creatures to halt work on major roading projects. It became known as the Tanifa tax, so you had to consult with local iwi before you did anything. Um, but a Māori um, scholar who did postgrad studies on the RMA said last year he was glad that the RMA was being looked at and repealed because he said, this is an example of the misuse and abuse, councils, district and regional became so fearful of doing anything without Māori consent that they were consulting Māori on things that Ward Carmo says Māori had no business in. He said it was becoming quite racist. Yeah, I've always been a great believer that it's better to say sorry than ask permission, but the RMA doesn't work like that. If you haven't got everything ticked, you will be penalised for it, and that includes consultation with iwi. So does this allow for the end of the Taniwha tax? Will there be greater direction about where that should be used or not? He says, Ward Camo says, you know, we know an apple tree in the back of a person's yard is not our business and we're not interested unless, of course, what you discover under the apple tree is an urupa. Then we become interested. But he said, what we expect is for people to use their common sense, including the council. Well, will the changes allow that? Be very interested to hear from those of you who are involved in development, who have had to deal with the RMA, 
are you, where do you stand on this one? Cautiously optimistic? Do you believe the act was actually fine? It was just the way it was being interpreted? Do you, like the Environmental Defence Society, believe this is a generational change in how we manage our natural and built environments? I mercifully haven't had to have any dealings with the RMA, to my knowledge, other than as a taxpayer. But for those of you who have had to try and interpret it, do your interpretive dance according to the instructions in the manual, love to hear your views.